we've got a pretty twisty episode ahead of you and all it took was a simple favor i'm chad and i'm matt you're listening to episode 43 of we used to talk about this at work All right, Matt, we are jumping back into action. Episode 43. We are slowly choo-choo-chewing on over to episode 50. And um, yeah, got a lot of good stuff planned for the listeners. Yes, we got uh, some things in the works that will make it make the listeners very happy if they participate. <laughs> secret, secret, secrets. <laughs> All will be revealed soon. <laughs> All right. So this week we have a guest that is also a podcast host. I was actually on her podcast uh, last month, but the episode won't actually drop until next month. So this is a nice little in-between period here. Uh, We would like to introduce the audience to Francis from the Happy Fangirl podcast. Well, thank you for having me on your podcast, Chad and and Matt, and I am very excited to be here. I had a really good time talking to you, uh, Chad, on last month, (laughs) and um, I was on my podcast, Happy Fangirl, in which I've been covering a lot of Brendan Fraser movies, but I'm moving off of that, and I chat with other people about all sorts of fandoms. Um, We're going to be going into Titanic. Uh, We talk horror movies, especially campy horror movies, which Chad got a little taste of. And uh, (laughs) boy, did I. Yes, you did. (laughs) Deep dive into. And I um, it's it's a new experience for me. I've been doing it for a few months, maybe almost five months now. And it's a new thing. And I just truly enjoy it. So thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Thank you for having me on yours. Um, So we met on Reddit. Um, You asked if anybody wanted to do a movie review. And I was like, yeah, that's that's in my wheelhouse. And so we ended up talking about Reanimator on your podcast. And like the night before we were going to record, you sent me an email like, hey, can you write out a a synopsis of what happened in this movie? And I was like, excuse me, what? I have homework. (laughs) I was trying to be Matt and just come in, watch a movie, (laughs) tell a couple of jokes and sign off and let you do all the work. But no, this lady had me working. I got to say that was a bit of a misstep. That was me trying out to be more thorough. However, Once we started discussing it and also some of the, a little bit, there's some of the scenes in that movie are a little bit cringy and, and it it doesn't hold up well to the lens of 2022. Let's just say that. I've got to say, I think your viewpoint of that movie though, was much less favorable than my viewpoint of that movie. I would have to say that is correct. correct, I did not like that movie. You did not like it at all, but you're you're still okay with certain horror movies you're okay with hostile right the overall ideal of hostile yes yeah now i think that what the difference between your take on this movie and my take can be explained by possibly generational differences okay i think okay i'm gen x now chad are you you're a millennial right correct correct okay um, Matt, are you a millennial too? 
Yes. Yes. Okay. I think it's because I grew up during this, during the, uh, uh, the time of shock rock. I think it's Alice Cooper was a, was a fixture in my house. Uh, the horror movies were very, a lot of stereotypes, but it was, I think this movie, if you approach it as a completely uh, ridiculous thing to watch, that is just not to be taken seriously whatsoever, then I think the movie, you can enjoy the movie. Okay. Now I still will hold that there is a cringe inducing scene that I have actually went on to the reanimator chat boards and I've asked, does other people feel, how do people feel about this scene? And I don't want to, I know this is a family broadcast. So I don't no, really I mean, want that, to get that, into that, that was a joke. This is not a family show. Do not let oh, your kids it? listen. Okay. To that this. was a joke. I was just okay. joking. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a certain scene in reanimator that. Yeah. Fuck them kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I asked people from. No, the tell, tell, right? no, no, Francis, this movie that you're defending, tell Matt what this scene is. Okay. The scene is. You know, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like decapitation and things like that going on in this movie. Okay. Uh, this guy gets, de- this evil doctor gets decapitated and he gets reanimated. Now his, his head gets reanimated and the corpse gets re the headless corpse gets reanimated. Anyway, the, uh, anyway, f- throughout the rest of the movie it's like this headless corpse is like taking its head around and doing stuff. Right. It's like, it's kind of yeah it's so headless any, horseman type shit a headless horseman kind of shit right so what happens is that anyway he does something he, it's kind of a is it a would you call oh, it a race, you've race, race all her beating scene, around right? the fucking bush yeah Francis. yeah yeah no so it, basically he captures this young woman who yeah. is old enough to be his daughter and right. his headless head is go, do, get performing oral sex on her. Yeah. So now that's wrong. That's wrong. But the rest of the movie, hilarious. Okay. Now that part, if you just take that part away, the movie is just so ridiculous. And you can also negate that scene due to the fact that it is so ridiculous. It's a well, ridiculous. I need, I, I need it's more, ridiculous. I need more information. So what, yeah. what, le- what led up to the scene that this head, this headless body is giving oral sex to this woman. What led up to right. this? I need, I need yeah. a little more information. He, 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 well, he it's, it's not, it's not the headless, it's not that, or is it? Is it the headless body that's doing? No, it's the head itself. No, the head it. he's licking and like, yeah, know, it's gross. All over her body. But they body. don't show it. No, but they don't, nothing happens. They show her naked body. They show her naked body, but nothing happens because the, because Herbert West comes into the room and stops it before it happens. Maybe Matt can be the the tiebreaker. I think Matt should watch this movie and see if he feels as badly about the movie as you do, Chad. Okay. Uh, you know what? Now, Francis, okay, hold on. I'm watching this clip right now. Are you watching so right now? The, are you watching the clip? I'm watching. I'm watching the the clip. Um, are you you're on a porn site? Yeah. I. It, 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 right, it, it is a poor sight. If you if you uh, if you watch it on the airplane, like people will complain because it's not a movie you can watch on the airplane. But the movie is hilarious overall. It's hilarious because it is the movie is so over the top and so crazy that it's laughable. It's laughable, and I and I liked it. I didn't like it as much as a, a simple favor though. The movie that we're going to talk about today. Spoilers, Francis. Spoilers. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> this scene is still so, happening, Matt. 
Yeah, well, she's laying. She's laying on the table. He just picks up her head. She's naked. Yeah. Uh, now the scene is over the top, and it is too much. That scene is too much. If they snip that scene out of the movie, the movie is hilarious. It's hilarious, but it, you have to be in the right mood for that type of a movie. It's completely ridiculous that movie. It, but it's funny. It's funny. But there is something wrong. That there's all sorts of wrong with that scene. There's all sorts of wrong. It's oh wow, he this headless yeah. this just head is licking her titties and stuff. <laughs> yeah, see, see that is not right. Like that that scene should have been removed from the movie. Uh, but I, now I was going. To, let me just ask. <laughs> I'm losing interest. Oh um, uh, yeah. Well, okay. He was about to. All right, there we go. So he didn't actually lick downstairs. He lit Fine. everything up going down there. And then when he was about to put his head in, it's, then he gets he stopped. Yeah. yeah, he gets stopped. Right. Yeah. So but it is it is wrong. It is definitely wrong. And I'm, by me saying I enjoy that movie, I'm not a I'm not approving of that action that he's doing by saying I like that movie. Right. Well, but when did this movie come out? Uh, 1980 something. Oh, well, you know, that it was, was a different fine. time. So, yeah. yeah, it was fine for that time. Yeah, like I'm like definitely. Am I telling your listeners to go out and do that? No, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. decapitate your own head and then perform <laughs> oral sex. Don't do that, audience. But that movie, like, watch that, listeners, because that is a hilarious movie. I've got to say. No, I am changing. You see, when I was talking to you, Chad, I was so embarrassed about about that scene. And now that- you're doubling down. Now I'm doubling down on it, but we we got into like race relations. We talked about misogyny. What else did we talk about? We talked about veganism. Like it, it ended yeah. up being all these social issues. I got invited on her show to talk about reanimator. <laughs> and this woman over here asking me about critical race theory and shit. I'm like, what what is happening here? What, what so what as somebody become? as somebody who's never seen the movie, how did the movie translate to misogyny race and everything else no we just started talking about other shit oh <laughs> i thought there was something well, in the movie that brought that out well obviously there is that scene does have some misogyny in it but the thing is is that scene is ridiculous it's ridiculous so anyway but sometimes you know i was a little bit embarrassed about enjoying that movie should i be embarrassed about enjoying a movie that's that crazy I don't know. No. Do you ever feel embarrassed? Do you feel you embarrassed sh- about your music or your musical tastes, your movie tastes, your you different tastes? You should not things? be embarrassed for liking a movie that's crazy. You should be embarrassed for liking a movie that's bad, Francis. Okay. Now you think this movie is bad, right? Now I this did. is a classic. It's a classic. To each their own, right? And and just to confirm, all the classics that Chad likes. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't put it on here, but later on, we can discuss how Star Wars is trash. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. What is that poster in your background? Well, that is for my podcast. That is Bedazzled. And that is a Brendan Fraser movie. Now, I am going to be moving off of the Brendan Fraser. I do have <laughs> a lot of Brendan Fraser art. See, I've got this signed Brendan Fraser here from The Mummy. I also have a signed one that is personalized that uh, for business inspiration from him looking for mummies. And it says, Franny, get dog and cleaning clients like I get mummies. But (laughs) okay, but I need to get a new one made by him that says it's okay that you stopped cleaning because I'm trying to lower the cleaning in the business. Okay. Mm -hmm. so anyway, one, get him to say something about your podcast. 
Yeah. Yeah. I should do that. Right. Maybe he'll listen to it. Who knows? Right. But the reason why I bring that up is because I love that movie. But as I like when I was a kid, I used to watch that movie. There's two movies. Brendan Fraser movies always stick out. And it's not mommy. Yeah. It's the dazzle and blast from the past. Love that movie to death. Never seen either one of those. You never seen blast from the past. Oh my God. That's the one where he's the caveman, right? You no, should listen a, to the podcast episode we did on it. He's not a no, caveman the, in that one. No, the caveman movie was Encino Man. Yeah. But Blast from the Past is basically, this is back in like the 60s where, you know, they mm-hmm. thought Russia was going to do things, blah, blah, blah. So his father right. builds this uh, this bunker in their in their house. So then like, but he the way he did it, he locked it from like, you know, for 30 years because, you know, by then the radiation would be gone. So then he comes up and it's like, you know, late 90s or whatever time frame. And yeah. his mind state is still from like the sixties. Cause you know, he's been living with his parents in this bunk and the, and the bunker was like a, it was like a, not just like a, a room. It was like, he had a house. It was like running water. It was like a regular house, had a little patio in there and everything. And then he comes up to get like more food and stuff. And then he sees like, it's the late 1990s. So, you know, you have grunge and all this other stuff. He's meeting these people. And then you meet Alicia Silverstone and this movie is it's hilarious yes, yes and christopher walken and sissy spacek are in that movie and they are wonderful as the parents yes they are really funny christopher walken is like a kooky uh conspiracy theory guy theorist yeah, yeah. so he is the one that kind of makes them all go down into this bomb shelter and they're locked in there for many many years and then his mom's an, an alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, so Chad, I won't tell I won't, you know, I ain't gonna steer you wrong to some whack movie, but yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Definitely watch that. Yeah. And uh correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't seen Bedazzled in a long time. So Bedazzled is he meets the devil mm-hmm. and she gives him three wishes. Well, a bunch of wishes. A bunch of wishes. Seven wishes. And he she he she always like the devil always fulfills the wishes in the letter, but not in the spirit. Of, of the right. way they're intended, right? Oh, that's right, right because he has- those, he becomes a he, drug lord. He yes, becomes, yes, because like, he wanted you know? to be rich and powerful. He wanted right. to be rich and powerful. So then, oh, yeah. put this on your list too. This is great. This is, yeah. I remember it now. So he wants to yeah. be rich and powerful. So then she makes up this drug lord. He has an accent and he's like, I yeah. can speak Spanish and stuff. But then, you know, he's she a almost, drug He almost lord. gets killed. Right. He almost <laughs> gets killed, right? Yes. And he, he becomes like a-, a, a, a a basketball player, but he has a really <laughs> small penis. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so he's right. like that's seven okay. feet tall. All right, all right. I'm gonna like... check those out. I'm gonna check those <laughs> yeah. out. It's yeah. hilarious. Man. So Francis, yes. Um, what made you want to start a podcast? Well, I did. I, I, I rediscovered Brendan Fraser movies, and I did a video chat with Brendan Fraser. Ooh. You know how, yes, I did. GalaxyCon, you know, these convention sites, you can do video yeah. chats with the celebrity. It's kind of like cameo um, yeah, yeah. sort of thing. And when I was going to do the video chat, I had a friend lined up. We were going to reenact this romantic scene in one of his movies. And we were going to have Brendan Fraser judge it. And George tell of the us, jungle? Was it George of the Jungle? No, it was Still Breathing, a very romantic movie. Never heard of it. Oh, it was so nice. I think it was 1997. Oh my God. It's my favorite movie of all time. So one of us was going to play Fletcher, who is trying to convince Roz not to leave. And then the other one was going to play Roz. 
And I mean, I had my, my bedroom all decked out. So it was like a Texas bedroom. Like I took the pug bedspread off and made it all Texas and everything. My friend bailed on me. So anyway, ended up doing the video chat. I did it at Walmart actually, because I wanted to have my, allow my friend who worked in the pharmacy there to talk Mm. to Brendan Fraser as well. So I started off in the subway and I asked him about his movie with Robert De Niro that he was working on. And I asked him about you know, he's, he was working one on, uh, on one at the time with Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro. He's playing the, it was called Killers of the Flower Moon. And it's coming out. And it's about the um, uh, murder of a lot of uh, Native Americans. Okay. And then he plays the lawyer defending the guy who killed all these Native Americans. So I asked him a lot of questions about that. And then I was going to walk the phone over to the pharmacy counter at Walmart. Okay. So my friend could talk to Brendan Fraser. Anyway, all hell went loose, broke loose on that, of the, the trip from the subway at Walmart to the pharmacy counter. And anyway, I've snipped that out of my video chat and that doesn't exist anymore. Okay. <laughs> Some stuff happened. went down, stuff went down. But when I was doing that, I really enjoyed researching his movies I just really had a fun time doing that and I was like I really enjoy interviewing people talking to people and so basically it's my video chat with Brendan Fraser that was the inspiration for the podcast I was going to start a cleaning service for like expand my cleaning service so that I specialized in small apartments and things like that and I was like I don't like to clean I like to talk so, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to be cleaning toilets as much as I have been. I want to be, uh, cause I, I'm, I used to work as a pharmacist, but I don't like pharmacy. So I like physical work. And so I wanted to have a business that expanded, did a lot of physical work. And I was like, I just don't want to do that. I want to talk. And so I started my podcast. Okay. That's a long answer. That's, there's nothing wrong with a long answer. So okay. how has building listenership been? podcaster or podcaster it's hard it's hard because i've been spending so much time on the content and you have to advertise it and asking people to listen to your podcast when they have no interest in movies is difficult like i have a family who has absolutely no interest in movies um my parents do not listen my mother listened to the podcast one time and she said i love your style I have no idea what you're talking about, but (laughs) I really love your style. And I have another sister that doesn't watch any movies at all. And I I was able to get one sister onto the podcast. My brother, he downloads the podcast to help my numbers, but he does not listen to it. (laughs) 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 So he's like, I'm going to help you out because this is what my contribution to your podcast will be, but I won't listen to your podcast. So nobody, nobody that I know listens to it. And I understand because I have a friend who wrote a book and I didn't read his book. If you have a lot of people that, that have access to you, they could just call you. Your friends can just call you and talk to you. Why are they going to listen to your podcast? That's been my experience. Or it might be that I'm not very popular. (laughs) Oh no, it's, it's like that too. Like, my wife doesn't, my wife doesn't listen to the podcast. She does the same thing as your brother. She'll download it. Uh, uh-huh. My mother <clears throat> she listens to the to podcast every episode. faithfully. So, mm-hmm. and, but just like you said, maybe she listens to it because I'm in Japan and 
she doesn't have that contact with me where she can just call me at any time she wants. So this is her the way if she can hear what I've been up to, listen to me weekly. Mm-hmm. But maybe if I was back in the States, maybe she wouldn't listen to the podcast. Right. Because she'd feel like you're closer to closer to her. Right. She, yeah. So she wouldn't have to miss you as much. Right. So right there. Yeah. So how about you guys? Like, are you, do you guys, you guys look like popular dudes. Like you really do. You look suave looking, like sophisticated. It's, it's, it's the glasses. It's the glasses. Yeah, it's the glasses we wear glasses. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What did Sativa call me last week, Matt? Uh, you're an aggressive talker. Aggressive something. Aggressive. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Like, I don't fully agree with that. Like, I can talk some people into coming on that mm-hmm. I know definitely do not listen to the show. Okay. Um, socially aggressive is what she said. Oh, yeah. But other people, that fear is just so hard to get them to come on. And it's like, I c- can't even begin to put together an argument to listen to our show weekly. <laughs> yeah. Is it is it also to do with the fact that they feel like, oh, I have to watch the movie and I have to know about the movie as well? So that's partially why the format is the way it is. Like the movie is the very last thing. But mm-hmm. for some movies, I've been like, just here's everything that happens in the movie. Go. I didn't do that for mm-hmm. this movie. Like I just put the broad synopsis from IMDb because it's, it's pretty twisty. Mm-hmm. but i don't know like i've been I, I i added that addition to try and like encourage people to listen but they don't care a lot of mm-hmm. times people will just listen to episodes in which they've seen the movie mm-hmm. yeah yeah well that makes sense yeah because so just just so they know what we're talking about because if they haven't seen the movie then it's going to be like well i mean i don't know how much people listen to us because they like how review or what we say to be like oh, they like this movie, I should go check it out versus they didn't like it, I'm not going to check it out. Or if it's just like, like you said, a movie that they've already seen, so they can be like, oh yeah, I agree with that, or I disagree with that. Right. Yeah, I've listened to quite a few of your episodes and I, I've been doing it while I'm working, cleaning. While I'm cleaning places. Please and let me know, you, you didn't start with episode one, right? I, I don't, you know what, I think at one point I went to episode one, but I know the fact is, is that I have a lot of downloads from episode one, but my episode, everybody's episode one sucks yes. because you're, <laughs> because you're just trying to figure it out. And I know there's a lot of debate about whether or not you should just remove your episode one, or if you should add a disclaimer, like, please, people, this was episode number one, keep on listening. It gets better. Right. I tell people you all the time, they're like, they're like, oh, I'm going to start an episode. No, don't, don't. Honestly, just step, just go with our latest episode or something right. like that. Right. Don't start at the beginning. That's what was horrible. Yeah. Right. But, but people will do that. Now, I think though that people are getting more sophisticated as time goes on. And I think if you have any brains, you will know there's a progression. I would hope anyway. Right. You yeah. Hope. I would hope because we're not people with like, I don't know if you guys have a producer or anything, um, but <laughs> no, Chad, right. Um, but, um, you know, I mean, these are podcasts that people are doing and I would say common knowledge is that people get better with time. Yeah, so, yes. yeah. So you have to be open. So like, if you're listening to podcasts, start off with the, the latest and maybe after you've listened to a few of the latest ones, maybe check where they came from, like number one and see how they progress, but don't ever start off with episode number one. 
Right. Yeah. That's I think the last um, Malcolm Gladwell has a podcast called Revisionist History. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how I found it, but I listened to the latest one. I'm like, OK, this is good. Then I went back and I listened to like the one before that. And I was like, OK, I like this. OK, let me start from the beginning now and I can get all the information. But yeah, I always when I found it, I start with the latest ones. Yeah. You know what I think, though, is that often I think in that way, authenticity is important because people want to be able to listen to somebody they can connect with. And sometimes some flaws help people connect with people. So you always want to do be the best version of yourself. But sometimes if you try to be too produced, then you don't you're not really authentic. And I think people can kind of sniff out authenticity. But that's just my philosophy I don't know if that's completely true because I don't have a lot of listeners so (laughs) so I agree with that (laughs) like I would kill myself like editing these the the early episodes like so much trying to remove ums and all this shit and it's like no like right no you're gonna get more natural like I'll cut out like dead air just because like Mm -hmm. that's a waste of time but you know, for the most yeah. part, I leave the content of the words there. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been listening to a lot of podcasts that are very successful and they keep the ums and the ahs in there. Yeah. So. Because it's, it's supposed when, when, when I listen to podcasts, it's like, cause you want to hear, it's supposed to be a conversation with people or information and ums, likes, that's part of normal conversation. Cause mm-hmm. like you, like you said earlier about authenticity, it's not supposed to be perfect. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be a conversation with people. So you're going to have the ums and likes and it just seems, it just sounds more true. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's more, more real. I, I don't know though. Everybody says be who you are, but what if some parts of you suck though? So then maybe don't be who you are. I don't I mean, know. <laughs> some parts of everybody suck, right? No one's perfect. Right. I guess the best version of yourself. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So Francis, what have you been up to this week? What do you want to talk about? Well, I've been having a little bit of struggles. Um, now, not life changing struggles, but I have a pug. Okay. Now you guys got kids, right? You guys have mm-hmm. kids? Yeah. Yeah. You see, I, I've never really laid down the law or anything like this. I, uh, well, I used to work as a pharmacist and you have to do a lot of, you have to enforce a lot of rules in pharmacy. But when I became a dog walker, house cleaner, no rules, no rules whatsoever. I, if uh, the dog's owner says, I, I want you to train the dog this way and this way and this way, I always say yes, but I don't do anything that they say. I just let the dog do whatever they want. Right. You sure you want to say that on air? Yes, yes, because I'm just going to put it out there. Okay. The doggy can do anything that the doggy wants. Okay. So I have my pug Earl who used to be a customer of mine. He actually used to live at a nursing or a a senior, senior um, living place. And I have not had any rules for Earl, but Earl has gotten into the bad habit of coming into the living room quietly, lifting his leg on furniture. And I just have, I'm not a rules person and I've just had to lay down the law with Earl and I feel kind of guilty about that. So do you guys have that with your kids? You have to like put some rules out there and you feel kind of bad about it. That's how I feel with Earl. Me is still wishy-washy because she's not even two. So it's like, Mm -hmm. she hears me, but she doesn't fully understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
my son's just turned 11 so um do i ever feel bad for laying down the law um not on basic stuff like you know clean up your room take a shower stuff like that but um there's times where i feel the only thing i guess those times i feel bad is where like something that he's doing now something mm-hmm. is that i know i did as a kid right so it's like i know he's not going to like the punishment or talking or whatever i'm doing mm-hmm. but i know in the long run it's going to help him he's going to learn from it right but regular stuff it's like no nah, it's just i don't feel bad it's just sure i know he's not going to like it but it's gonna once he learns from it it's going to be better on for him in the future well, that makes sense, right? There, there must be some times when you kind of chuckle at what he does naughty, but you all have to say, you have to say, don't do that. Don't do right. that. All, yeah, right? all the time. Because it's just like, you know, kids do silly stuff all the time. And it's just like, when I see him do something, I just be like, don't do that. And if like my wife is with me, I'll be like, you see what he did over there? Like that, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can see yourself in your kid, right? Yeah. 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 But I feel bad with Earl though, because I've got him now in a crate because I'm like, Earl, I'm sorry, boy. Sorry, but you cannot have full range of the whole place now because I can't trust you and I can't be cleaning up after you every single day. So, but he was crying a little bit and I felt like, I felt like a new mom and I've never like, you know, like I, I've never had kids before, but I felt bad listening to him cry in his crate. But I was like, sorry, boy, you got to get used to it. You can't just <laughs> go into the living room quietly. So I have a no tolerance policy now for peeing in the living room. And I just had to lay that law I down. Mean, you shouldn't be peeing in the house at all. So That's right. No peeing in the house. So, so I did feel a little bad about that with Earl, but it'd probably be a lot worse if I had to lay down the law with kids. So. It's a good thing that I don't have any kids. So, <laughs> what else been going on this week? Oh well, let's see here. I um, oh I, you know this movie, okay? From the trailer, when I know we're not going to talk about the movie yet, but it made me think. Uh, when I was watching the trailer of that, it just made me think about how people who use certain accents have such a mystique about them. And it made me think about this lady that lives above me. Now I won't use names or anything. She's a really, she was really intriguing to me in terms of being like, you know how Stephanie in this movie was intrigued by Emily, right? Right. And this uh, lady here, she had like such a strong, new, she has a, such a strong New York accent. And I hadn't heard a lot of New York accents. And I was just like, I really want to be around this woman all the time. Right. Right. And it just made me think about that. But I'm just feel very sad for her, though, because now she's estranged from everybody now, from her son, from everybody. And I feel really sad for her because when you're older, if you haven't cultivated very strong relationships, you can die alone. And I feel very sad for this lady because. I mean, I had to break it off because she was just so angry and mean to me by the end, because I think she's like, she's very, very bright, but also very mentally ill. And I saw her and I said, how are you doing? And she said, lousy. And I said, I'm sorry to hear that. And she said, have, have a lousy Christmas. 
You should try drinking a, mar- a martini with her. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Francis, that would right. her up. <laughs> Francis says she washed her hands with the whole situation, Matt. <laughs> hey, but hey. I but... had to. I had to. <laughs> Matt, what have you been up to, man? Um, I had a free time this weekend, so I caught up on the shows I've been um, missing or that I've heard about. And have you heard of Abbott Elementary? So I've been hearing buzz about it online and I was like, yeah, hey, okay, whatever. And then when I asked you, were you good to go for the show um, this morning, you text me. It's like, I watched Abbott Elementary and I was like, I was asking if you watched the movie this week, but okay. So um, I had a little free time before we recorded and I watched the first two episodes. And what'd you think? I like it. It feels like a more modern office. Yeah, and they, they call that a mockumentary. Yeah. Like but, the, the, the reason I say that specifically is because the principal is acting like Michael Scott. I love this show. <laughs> I think this is the best show on TV right now. I love everything. Like you said, it is like you get the uh, well, documentary thing. T- tell the audience what this show's about. Okay. Abbott Elementary is about a school in Philadelphia where there is a documentary crew filming it i.e the office because they're one of the poorest schools in the country so now you have uh, were you familiar with quinto brunson before this i never heard of her until this and then i was like okay she seems spunky and then it was like created by i was like oh oh you're not just an actor in this okay well, she used to be on social media and um, she used to be like, uh, she said this show, I forget what it's called, but one of the first things I seen it was she was in the movie theater and the dude, like, he was like, wh- he was like, what do you want? It's like a skit. And she was like, oh, I take the popcorn, I take the nachos. And she's like, ah, oh, he got money, money. And it was like this thing about like that. That's when I first found out about her. And then I also knew she was on that, um, that women sketch comedy show, like Black black ladies sketch show or something like that yeah something like that yeah okay. um so that's who i knew her and then of course um you have everybody hates chris tyler james williams that's another reason i know about the show because i follow him on social media okay and uh basically it's just like the day in and day out uh different situations that happens in the school and you know you have those times where it's, um on the office, Jim, you know, Jim looks at the camera and when something crazy happens, but that's what uh, Tyler Williams does. And yeah. like all the characters in this show, I fucking love. Everybody yeah. in there is fucking hilarious. It's, the teacher, the principal. Yes, she's uh, hilarious. <laughs> like, but the thing with the principal is like, she is like overtly sexually harassing. Everybody hates Chris. And yeah. so he does these little looks in the camera, like, are, are y'all seeing this? Like, right. what? He's like, <laughs> he's like, good morning, little chocolate drop. And it was just like, uh, everybody plays their, because uh, right now, I think there's seven episodes out right now. And I watched all seven <laughs> yesterday, but I love this show. <laughs> this I, is, I love that, that Italian teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Should get oh, you what that, you need. Right. Yeah. Because later on, they're like, uh, oh, wait, was the first episode, was that the rug one? yeah 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 and then they had that one teacher that like had that kicked that kid and i was like i I dated somebody like her before (laughs) well yeah because i uh so 
part of the episode was basically, you know, they're the poorest school in the country. And, you know, this is an elementary school. So, you know, kids sit on rugs. So basically, you know, pee, throw up, whatever. Rugs are dirty. So they have to get new rugs. So one of the teachers has a hookup. And then when they brought the rugs, she was like, oh, thank you. What was your name? He's like, I don't have a name. It fell off a truck, you know. <laughs> right. But uh, every 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 character plays it uh, perfectly. You have uh, Quinta Brunson's character. She's a second year teacher. Um, there's two of them were second year teachers. Then you have the older, more seasoned teachers. And then you have this principal where she shouldn't she's be a not, principal. Yeah, she's not qualified for her she's, job. Yeah, she, 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 I ain't gonna spoil why, how she got the job, but she shouldn't be in that position. And uh, yeah, I love this show. I was like, I'm, I'm probably gonna watch it again later on because I love this show so much. Everything about it is great. Yeah. Huh. And, and then um, also with the whole Olympic stuff, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, Yahoo or, wherever you get your news from, it's little clips and things. There's a but, lot of uh, controversy with this Olympics. Really? Yes, I've, I've learned a lot about the Olympics. Did you know that it's not a rule, it's a tradition that whoever host country hosts the Olympics, their people all get an automatic bid in the games? I don't follow. What do you mean? So normally, you know, you have to qualify, win events to make the Olympics, right? Yes. Right. But if your country hosts the Olympics you automatically get a bid for every single sport. Oh, so yep, you just oh. slot your people in. Right. Okay. But so like, now can anybody can anybody do it then? Can or no, well, they get to just pick whoever with whichever athletes they want. Is that right. how that works? Basically, yes. Yes. So now you having like um controversies. I don't know if that's the right word, but you have things like, for example, China's hockey team. It's made up of 95% of white men from America and Canada. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> represent Canada, uh, represent yeah. China, huh? Right, because, you know, they are, they get an automatic bid, and so they got to fill a squad for this event. Plus, um, you know, they're getting it from, like, whatever, you know, like minor league baseball, whatever that version of hockey is, like, that's where they're getting these people from. <laughs> so like there was there was controversy with uh some of the figure skaters like the ones where like their mother was chinese and um so oh, like they yeah. they renounced the u.s to represent china well that's different because you know you actually have um roots roots in china but right. now they're actually now for like for the hockey team it's just dudes it's just dudes who uh or just play for the teams i guess they need a squad and who wouldn't want to play for the olympics so, like, another thing with that, when you play for the Chinese team, you have to change your name for not, not I don't know if it's legally, but, like, you have to change your name to, like, there's a guy named Jeremy Smith that plays on the Chinese national team. His name on the squad is, it's Jeremy, it's like J-I space M, like, they break it down so it's a Chinese name now. Mm-hmm. But um, so that's where in the controversy is just like people saying, hey, you lived in the United States all your life. And now uh, for the Olympics, you want to um, play for China. They got them checks. Yeah. <laughs> well, what whatever it takes to win, maybe. 
I guess so. But it's kind of like, you know, well, for for them, the figure skaters, they had to, they had to renounce their U.S. citizenship. So they're not U.S. citizen anymore. There's controversies with the hockey team because they they didn't say yes. They didn't say no. So basically they're like, well, uh, we're not really supposed to talk about that, meaning all right, we didn't really have to renounce our uh U.S. citizens to be to play for this China team. <laughs> Are they winning? Uh, so that's going to bring up next. So they play the U.S. What do you think the score was? Oh man, it's hockey, so it's low. It should be low, like soccer. So I'm guessing like, like three to two, five, three. The U.S. won eight zero. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> So it didn't really pan out for them on that end. But <laughs> another thing I was able to watch was um, I watched episode three of Star Wars. So now I've watched one, two, and three, and I'm on my road to watch all of the stuff in order. I guess a quick um, primer. So when Matt and I work together, um, there are a few things that he's never done. So at you know at one point, he's like, I never read Harry Potter. So we ended up reading that together. Well, I read it before, but he read it for the first time. And then he's like, hey, I want to get into Star Wars. And I was like, oh, yeah, only watch four through six. That's all you need. And so he did. And so now Matt wants to watch all of them. Well, the reason why I want to watch all of them, because I want to watch um, the TV shows. I want to watch The Mandalorian and I want to watch because, uh, you know, Book Sasha Banks, you know, who Sasha Banks is. Yeah, she's a wrestler. Yeah, but she's in The Mandalorian. Um, yeah. So, and also, I want to watch about Fest. So, I'm like, all right, well, then I guess I need to watch all the other movies. So, I've been started watching it. And, <sighs> okay, let's break this down. Episode <laughs> one, good. I liked it. It was fine for what it was. I liked it. Episode two starts to go off the rails a little bit because Anakin tells Natalie Portman, I killed all these sand people, men, women, and children. And she's just like, uh, you know, that's a, that's a human, that's a human emotion. And Let's then like, she's, right. And then they still stay <laughs> together and everything. And I'm like, wait a minute, didn't you just hear what she, and at the time she was a Senator too. So I'm just like, these are the people we have in the Senate that it got crazy. So then episode three, he kills all the younglings. Yeah. Then he chokes her while she's pregnant. After everything that he's did, the thing that made me mad the worst, or in my mind, I was like, he's a bad guy, is when he choked her while she was pregnant. That's bad. That's, yeah, right. With, with, his, with that, his babies. But... With his babies. Yeah. And also the Jedi's, I wouldn't want to be a Jedi. Mm -hmm. A Jedi is supposed to have no compassion, no emotions, lead blindly, follow directions. So, like, I don't know if there's a middle between a Jedi. In the dark side, because the dark side, they go too crazy. But if there was a middle, something in the middle, that's where you need to be at. So there's a lot of really good discussion about the Jedi as portrayed in the prequels. And it's kind of talked about like in the books, but I, I haven't really read those. But like it's talked about how like the Jedi actually, by the time we get to like episodes one through three, they lost their way because they became like tools of the government. And right they weren't really supposed to be that like if you actually look at the stuff that's set like thousands of years before that like they are just a third party like hey we'll come in we'll mediate some stuff we don't work for anybody specifically like 
if y'all over here fucking up, we're going to straighten that shit up. If y'all over here fucking up, we're going to straighten that up. But we're not on like one side. And like things got really fucking blurry by the time we are into we enter episode one. And then my last two things I will say about episode one, two, three is I didn't like how all these old Jedi's are doing flips and shit and everything <laughs> like that. I'm like, you walk like Yoda, for example, he walking with a cane. But all of a sudden, when it's time to fight, he can do flip, jump off stuff and everything else like that. And Jedi are trash. Um, how, how are you supposed to be Jedi's? You guys are supposed to be the best of the best. But then when they call, was it uh, Code 66 yeah. or... Uh, they They're kill them. And overwhelming like, force, man. Overwhelming force. I mean, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be Jedi. Aren't I supposed to sense that? Well, that's the thing. Like the dark side, right? It was clouded. He was clouding all their judgment. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of them. So they all get all get killed. Yeah. And the last yeah. thing I will say is, so the first time you watched episode three, then um, what was your thoughts when they showed Anakin in the fire and the body? And everything else like that. Did you, were you, um, I know from the um, four through four through six, you know, about being a machine, but I never knew how he became like that. So the first time you saw him like be deformed and everything, get his limbs cut off. What was your thoughts? Were you like, oh, that's how they did it? Were you surprised, shocked or anything? No, because like I saw, I mean, I didn't see them when they came out because of how old I am. But like I saw four through six first. And so, like, oh, I saw okay. one through three in the theater. So, like, I, I knew generally what was going to happen. And then I thought it was cool about how, you know, when they fixed him, they put his little little hat on and everything. <laughs> he rose up and he started breathing. But the very last scene, I laughed at because, you know, no. they show, well, no, they, they show him building uh, Death Star. The Death Star. And I was like, <laughs> that doesn't end well for you. <laughs> yeah. Do you but, have any thoughts, Francis? You know, I think I might have watched one Star Wars movie that the one that came out in maybe 1977. Okay, the and person. I think so. I think I watched that one, and I think I was just obsessed with getting my hair like Princess Leia's. And I oh, think that's the only. <laughs> I think that's the only thoughts I've ever had about Star Wars. That's fair. So <laughs> I, I, I was the same way. Now they now since I've seen four, one through six. They're cool. Yeah, I mean, seen, you've seen the new ones. I've seen parts of the new ones. Okay. I haven't seen like solo. I like I've seen parts. No, no, of, that's not what I meant. I meant um, seven through nine. Well, I've seen yeah, I've seen parts of it. I've seen like the one with the black uh, sky trooper. No, that's not right. Stormtrooper. Um, seven. So yeah, so I'm gonna I've seen parts of it. So I'm but I'm, I'm gonna go follow through. I'm gonna watch um the movie, not the TV show, the movie next of. Is, is the Clone Wars is next. Oh, wait, you're going to watch that? That's what uh, on my list says I should watch it in this order. They I mean, Clone it, Wars I and mean, if, Solo I mean, next. If, if, if you're doing it properly, you shouldn't have watched episode three yet. Oh, because I should have watched Clone Wars before three? Yeah, because the, the Clone Wars TV show ends when episode three starts. No, not the TV show, not the TV show, the movie. No, that's the pilot for the for the TV show. So the pilot of the TV show is a movie. Yeah, it released in theaters. Like the okay. first two or three episodes they put in theaters, but it's just the first couple episodes of the show. 
Uh, well, the, the list I found said I, sh- I should watch that. Well, if not, then I'm going to just skip to Han Solo then and we're going to keep it moving. I mean, it's all once it doesn't matter until you get to Mandalorian where they start acknowledging like those TV shows. Oh, that's okay. Because I mean, I was going to watch a TV show, but then I know how long that was. And I was it's like, all, yeah, I'm, not doing, yeah, I'm not doing all that. But yeah, it's um, it's cool. But I guess like if I would have watched this when I was a kid, when this first came out, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I would be have like that fandom for it. <laughs> like me watching it now, I'm like, it's cool little, cool little movie. Um, but yeah, but uh, I'm already on this train, so I'm gonna continue this this Star Wars train and see where it leads me. We'll As of right now, in a couple I, of weeks. <laughs> right. I'm I'm not on the the Star Wars bandwagon. I will drop this right now if I wanted to. So I'm not on the fandom, but it's okay. I'm going down this journey. Respect. But yeah, Chad, so what you been up to? Yeah, I genuinely don't have a lot this week. So uh, I spent, so, you know, I took that trip a couple of weeks ago and I was joking with my friends. I was like, yeah, I know what I should do. I should um, buy some of those AirPod Maxes from uh, Amazon for my trip so I can be flexing on these people as I get on my Southwest flight, you know, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> just joking around. But I didn't do it because everybody's like, that's stupid, Chad. So what I do when I come back, I bought some AirPods Max. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I've been, uh, so I got them Sunday and I've worn them every day during work. And like the battery's incredible. Like it lasted three and a half days. Like it lasted until Thursday on a full charge on Monday. The sound is absolutely amazing. The soundproofing is like next level. Uh, I got AirPods uh, Pros that have the soundproofing and stuff, and they're they're good. But these, I'm wearing them right now. They're really good headphones. Oh, they look nice. So, so basically, Apple, send us some free stuff, all right? Please send us some free stuff, Apple. We, we've, we've already given you enough money. Like, help us out. We, we will, Apple and Lego, we will promote you until we die, okay? Yes. Unfortunately, Apple probably won't do it because every apple lover just doesn't even care whatever apple sends out they don't even look they just buy right yeah. do you think like no, just it's a hundred percent like can't speak for you francis but man now we're we're on mac computers right now oh, we me have too. iphones oh so see, see everything see? is apple everything's <laughs> apple i don't even do the reviews or anything if it's a new iphone a new iphone i buy it yeah as one should all right <laughs> so this week we discuss a simple favor weeks ago I met Emily this wonderful elegant person our sons brought us together actually come here little dude can me and Miles have a play date today a drink does your kid drink maybe I mean it's never too early to start teaching I think you're joking but great she's an enigma my wife can you get closer you never quite reach her she's like a beautiful ghost did you just take my picture? Erase it. I guess I'm probably not the kind of person you're normally friends with. Oh, you do not want to be friends with me. Trust me. Stephanie, I need your help. Uh, are you okay? I'm fine, but I, I do need just a, a simple favor. Can you come over? Yeah. Five days ago, Emily went missing. I warn you, you go poking around in her past, you're gonna find something that is Terrifying. She was not a normal person like you or me. I've never seen such a beautiful girl want to be so invisible. I smell her, Sean. I smell her perfume. 
see him like a ghost. Yeah, it's just you being paranoid. I saw my mom. She told me to say hi to Stephanie. Stephanie is a single mother with a parenting vlog who befriends Emily, a secret of upper-class woman who has a child at the same elementary school. When Emily goes missing, Stephanie takes it upon herself to investigate. Francis, what did you think of this movie? I love this movie. This movie was, it could kind of even inspired me. I was like, I want to meet an Emily. I used to know <laughs> Emily's. Now we've all become Stephanie's. And well, this movie overall, I loved it because it had a lot of humor in the movie. It had a lot of suspense. It didn't take itself too seriously. And it had a lot of twists and turns and it make it keeps you guessing the whole movie. Uh, and I just really, I thought it was really classy. I really enjoyed uh, like the, the French stuff in it, yeah, the, the sophisticated yeah, I really love this movie. I I approve of this movie. I would say everybody should go out and watch it. And if you like Gone Girl, this movie had some uh, aspects that were similar to Gone Girl. The feel of it was similar in certain ways, but it's maybe a little bit less serious than Gone Girl. Yeah. It um, it actually and, and as I saw somebody else mention this too, it it is a little has a little bit of similarities to this uh, to this um, American tragedy um, movie remake or not remake but ad adaptation called The Place in the Sun. It's kind of uh, with Elizabeth Taylor and Montgomery Clift. Oh, you mean Sunset Boulevard? No, A Place in the Sun. It's a theater Dreiser adaptation. Anyway, it it had that kind of uh, or some similarities to that as well. Okay. And I just really love this movie. I thought Blake Lively did a great job. Yes. I thought, oh, uh, Anna Kendrick. Yeah, she was really good. I I loved her character. She kind of played a little bit of a psychotic. They both seemed a little psychotic. Yeah. And her character evolves through the movie, which I really liked. Actually, both of their what you as, uh, initially see is not what you get by the end of the movie. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, what'd you think of this movie? Um, I thought it was I thought it was good. But before I tell you what I detail wise, once the movie was over, did you look anything up? You're talking to Francis, right? Mm. Well, did no, I no, look I'm, anything up? Yeah, I'm talking to both of you. Well, you know I look stuff up. Well, the reason I say that is because once they look it up, once it ends, it gives you an update on these people, right? Right. So, right. so I was like, hold up, is this a real? Did this really happen? So that I had to look it up to see if this really <laughs> happened. And at first, like, I could have find out if this really happened. But long story short, it's not. It didn't really happen. But the way they, like, updated you about, oh, this person's doing this, this person's doing that. And it gives a feel that this is a true story. Right. I mean, it is a book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I read about the book is that they had the screenplay written and then the book came out after the screenplay was uh, uh while, while while they were working so it, it was kind of like reverse order i think they wanted a yeah. best they wanted to have like a bestseller out to help sell the movie i think it's kind of like um what was that the help i think that was manufactured as well oh was it yeah i believe so yeah. um but but yeah um i enjoyed this movie it has a lot of twists and turns um 
I think this is one of the first times I've seen Anna Kendrick as like serious and not, you know, mm. lighthearted stuff or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I like the twists and turns because for the longest time, I thought Stephanie did it. I'm like, but I was like, in my mind, I'm like, wait, how did she get to Michigan? I'm trying to figure this stuff out and everything. I'm like, but for the longest time, I thought she did it. The only thing I, well, was I was watching it, I didn't like was a part where um, they team up and they go after the husband. And I'm like, what the husband do? He had nothing to do with this. <laughs> this is all Emily. And then it turns out like, um, yeah, then later on, they, I, I, they, they went from side to side. It was like, okay, it's this person versus this person. Then these right. two people join up. Right. Then it was these people joined up. And I was like, all right. And, and the way, I'm not going to say underwhelmed the way it ended, but I like the progression of Stephanie. Let me think, how do I want to say this? They kept, she kept saying that they were best friends and maybe because this is a movie, so they couldn't show all the times they hung out, but mm-hmm. I'm like, they couldn't they have hung. been best friends. They couldn't. Right. Have that's been what I kept, that's what I kept thinking. I'm like, you guys hung out like twice. How are you guys best right. friends? She that's was what pro- I kept thinking throughout the movie. She was projecting. Oh, okay. yeah. She wanted, she, she was thinking to herself, this is the lifestyle that I want this. I want this person to be my best friend because then I can feel just like that. Like I can right. feel like I'm that person. And I, I was, when I was watching this movie, I thought there was a good possibility that uh, Stephanie, the character, one of the characters didn't exist. And that was just a figment of somebody's imagination <laughs> because I've seen other movies like, uh, I think yeah. the uninvited or something like that. There was a movie that I saw that it was a figment of the imagination I mean, that happens. Well, with the movies. uninvited, if I'm remembering right, that person existed, but they were dead. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cause I kind of forgot, but I was, I know oh, there's movies um, out there that wasn't it. The secret window with Johnny Depp was like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Be. That was one too. Yeah. Where yeah, it, so, it didn't, yeah. somebody didn't exist. Yeah. Cause this is the thing. I thought that the way Stephanie acted was so psychotic that because going through a dead woman's closet and starting to put on all of her clothes, that just seems very strange to me. And I thought, wow, I wonder if this is one person that they're showing and you have like, you know how you have like the the angel on one side of your shoulder and you have the devil Mm -hmm, on the other mm -hmm. side. I was thinking maybe it's one person and there's two facets to their personalities. There's the angelic facet, which would be Stephanie. And then there's the devilish facet that would be Emily. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking that might be what's going on in this movie, but boy, was I wrong. (laughs) So I like this movie a lot. Like I've seen this a couple of years ago and um, this, this and a movie called bad times at the El Corral or something like that. It's got Chris Hemsworth in it. Like two really good movies that people slept on when they came out. Mm. And at some point we will do bad times because that's a hell of a fucking movie with an incredible cast. Um, but I love this movie. I love the twists and turns. Like the first time I saw it, I'm like, wait, is it Stephanie? Is it Emily? Is it Sean? Like, like, did I do it? Am I the villain here? Like, it's just like so many twists and turns. And it's just like Anna Kendrick can play that meekish, quiet girl so fucking well. 
Like yeah. she can just effortless, effortlessly do that. And like, right. I love that scene at the end when she pulls the gun on them and uh, uh, Emily and Sean start arguing. She instead and Anna Kendrick's like, I'm sorry, am I not the one out here with a gun? Like, come on now. <laughs> But uh, I love this movie. I love the fucking detective. I forgot how funny he was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I love this movie. I do kind of wish that they would have had the actresses switch roles so that they could play against type. Because we've mm-hmm. seen, Blake, if you've seen Gossip Girl, you've seen Blake Lively do this. And like I said, Anna Kendrick can do this kind of role in her sleep, you know? Well, so the problem, been- though, is that Anna Kendrick doesn't look maybe sophisticated enough i mean i feel like she mate i can't argue right now well because okay because um Blake <laughs> no, i see looks, i see your point like a, like, she looks like a supermodel yeah so yeah no i, I, I get yeah. i get your point you know well, i was I, uh, you know i mix up anna kendrick with who who allison brie Oh God! Um, our, our, how can you mix up mix her up with our girl? That's our girl, man. Right, but I'm just saying, like, because I was I'm looking up I was looking up her, uh, um, IMDb and a Kendrick stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute, I thought she was in uh Community. Community. And I was like, oh wait, that wasn't that person. So I looked up Community. Allison Brie. Okay, there we go. Uh, right. My bad. But uh, no, I was looking up because when you guys were talking about how she plays and a character plays like that, um. Meek character, meek, bland, or whatever, whatever word you want to use, type of character. I was like, yeah, she plays that re- perfectly. Um, Pitch perfect. Yeah, and that's not me making a pun. I'm saying, I'm saying, <laughs> right, that's right, an actual movie, <laughs> right. So, um, and also, uh, one thing that always stuck out to me is they need to discipline uh, they son better. Boy, son. that boy, Ooh, right? That I was boy. like. He, the way he was cursing and yelling at them, I was like, oh, we don't do that kind of stuff in my house. <laughs> <laughs> children these days, children these yes, days. Right. Well, right. um, yeah, I like, I really like, I thought this was awesome. And, but it, while I was watching, I was like, dang, if you're hot, you can be all kinds of manipulative and it just, it goes so well for you. Yeah, you can be so you know like Blake Lively. She's <clears throat> at her prime, and that character. I was thinking, yeah, in real life, somebody that hot can manipulate the hell out of everybody around them. And so I, I thought, I thought, wow. The, and also, uh, like, yeah. e- e- um, even not that hot or movie world. Uh, Emily's a hot one. Stephanie is not, but. As long as you have the confidence, because look, because when that scene when really, she went to her job, right? Because Stephanie's attire really didn't change, but she just had the confidence that Emily Geff gave her, and mm-hmm. then Stephanie was able to, you know, she told off um, the designer, the boss, yeah, designer, and everything, and she was able to go about it. So, and most stuff is as long as you have confidence, mm-hmm. you can get a long way with just confidence. And yep. uh, in life, in different situations. Yeah, yeah. This is it's kind of a this is this is a good point for your listeners. Watch this movie; you'll feel more confident by the end of the movie. You'll feel like <laughs> you'll feel like you want to be an Emily. You'll feel that way. Like I don't I don't know how you guys felt after watching that, but I was like, I've got to find me an Emily, and I've got to become an Emily. That's funny because I was like, wow, she's like doing all sorts of crazy things, and she's cool, and she's hot. 
and she's got excellent style and she listens to beautiful music and she's got a wonderful wardrobe. I was like, sign me up, sign me up for, for being an Emily. I, Emily could have got away with it if she just didn't visit her son. Not only visit her much. son, if right, if she would have just a not had the phone call, even if she visited her son, but her giving her the bracelet, like yeah, she, she shouldn't have been fucking with her, right? Right, she shouldn't have been fucking with her, and then like even if like you know they would have just blamed her son, ah, uh, grief or whatever he thinks he saw her stuff like that. But if she wouldn't have been fucking with her, she would have got away with it. What do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes was on this movie? Is it 80 percent or something? When did this movie come out? How long ago? This movie came out 2018. in 2018. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a probably a high number. Um, Francis at 80. I'll go with 81. Mm. 84%. <laughs> 84%. Okay, you won. <laughs> <laughs> Treat this like price is right. <laughs> All right. So trivia. Yeah. Um Okay, so the director of this movie, uh, the last big thing he directed was Ghostbusters, but he's also directed things like Bridesmaids. So the question this week is, the director of this movie has directed one of the three main actors in another movie. Which actor was it? A, Anna Kendrick, who plays Stephanie. B, Blake Lively, who played Emily. And, or C, Henry Golding, who played Sean. Huh. Matt? <laughs> Um, I will go with not Sean. So it's either going to be Anna or Blake. <sighs> Anna seems kind of too obvious. So let me go with Blake. I'm going to go with Anna Kendrick. The answer is Henry Golding. Oh. He retained with Paul Feig in 2019's Last Christmas, co-starring Amelia Clark of Game of Thrones. Hmm. Never heard of it. It's supposed to be pretty decent. Um, let me just do this quick trivia dump and then we're out of here. One of the reasons that Blake Lively wanted Emily to wear suits was because she was uh, she wanted to differentiate her character from the character she played on Gossip Girl. Who had like a lot of chic fashion. Hmm. On screen, the martini Emily drinks calls for gin as opposed to vodka. The bottle shown on screen is aviation gin um, because Blake Lafley's husband is Ryan Reynolds. Um, the scene where Emily uh, swats Stephanie on her backside with the back of her hand was improvised, improvised by Blake Lively. She believed it was appropriate for her character. Anna Kendrick's Yelp of pain was surprised and genuine. Um, Anna Kendrick has 39 costume changes in the movie. Her style becomes begins as very bright and happy, but it evolves as she uncovers the secrets around her. Hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, so um, thank you for coming on, Francis. This was really fun. Um, I had a great time. Thank you so much for inviting me. I yeah. love your podcast and and I'm so happy to be here. Why don't you let the people uh, know, just remind the people about your podcast, where they can find it and all that jazz. And yeah, well, my podcast it. is Happy Fangirl. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. What are the other ones? <laughs> all the places. In which all the places. 
I just clicked yes, yes, yes. Put it on everywhere. So right. it's Buzzsprout as well, but I don't think anybody goes to Buzzsprout. When but do you uh, drop new episodes? Every Wednesday in the middle of the night after midnight. All right. Thursday morning, check out. Or actually Wednesday morning, Wednesday morning, Wednesday morning, Wednesday morning check morning. out the podcast. Yes. Happy fangirl. So, thank yes, you again it, for being on. Thank yeah. you so much. It's nice to meet you, Matt. And it's nice talking yeah. to you again, Chad. And yeah. we're going to uh, oh, wait one more thing. Again. I forgot one more thing. Um, you have any social medias you want to handles or anything to put out? Yeah. And I, you know, I have to do better job of updating it, but I do have on Instagram, happy fangirl podcast also on Facebook and man, I've got to really start updating those. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Note to self. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to get the, better with that too. Yeah. Like Matt, Matt does a great job every week of, um, you know, putting the reminder out there, like, Hey, we got a new episode, but we've also been like trying to in- get some more eyes on the show by like posting clips. And mm, so that's a good idea. And you know, I have been trying to get the hang of it. I, I know Instagram doesn't really like when you have still clips and I don't use the video of my podcast, but yeah, 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 that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. And we're specifically talking about Apple podcasts and Spotify. So please do that right now. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at we used to talk pod. Come back next week when our cousin Josh returns for Spectre. And like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if this was a bad episode, but whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening.